The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome to another episode of the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Our next guest is an up-and-coming artist who has managed to find a way to turn his art into NFTs. At 25, he sold his first art piece for $200, and a year later, he sold his first NFT for hundred grand. Money Movers, let's welcome to the podcast the artistic and tech-savvy, straight-from-Decatur, Artlana. Hey, Artlana, how are you? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Man, nice to meet everyone. My name is Artlana. I'm an artist. I also make music. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, in Decatur. My parents were both from Nigeria. They moved out here dirt poor. We had nothing. Struggled our whole life. I lost my father at five years old. And that's what made me start painting because he used to be a painter. And that's what made me pick up the paintbrush because I want to leave his legacy on and continue his name to grow. And so I actually dropped out of high school at 18 years old, wow. moved out to L.A. at 20 years old. I was homeless, didn't, didn't know anybody out here. I was homeless, broke, had no money. But I also had faith, though. I just kept, kept building my relationships, building connections to make my music pop because I was more so focused on my music before my art. Made my music part pop 
I joined a group called Wave Pop. Mm-hmm. We have over millions of streams, Spotify, Apple Music. We've been on tour, performed at Coachella. So that's what really gave me the momentum to be like, okay, I, I can actually do this. I can make it out here. And recently, last year, I sold my first art piece ever for $200. And now I'm selling NFTs and for over $100,000. And it's just like, man, it's amazing. Anything is possible. Like, you can this do is crazy. I mean, that's what I love about this Money Moves podcast. We just get to meet so many incredible people. And I feel like you might be one of our youngest right now and it just already have such great success. But like you say, it's not easy. So let's talk mm-hmm. about just the music. You know, you've been a musician. Um, I also want to say shout out Nigeria. I'm Ganan. So we're brothers and oh, sisters. Okay. But um, I mean, even you casually mentioned, listen, I performed at Coachella. I've had all these music streams. Um, Talk a little bit about how you got into the music industry and then we'll go deep into art. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been making music my whole life, too. Uh, uh, When I moved out here to L.A., the the way I got myself in the door, I just I didn't take no for an answer. I used to just go places and just tell the DJ, yo, play my song. I'll throw you ten dollars, twenty dollars, play my song. And he would do it. And our first big performance was Coachella. We literally snuck on stage at Drake's party. What? It was like 3,000 people. This was 2017. We snuck on stage at Drake's party. Yo, we told the sound guy, you're like, yo, give us the mics. He just gave us the mics. He didn't know what was going on. We took the mic and we told the DJ, yo, play our song. What? Played our song. We ran up on the front of the stage and just performed our whole song. Everybody was like, whoa, who are these, who are these guys? And that's what really took our career, like, boom. Okay, now that's pretty bold. That's unheard (laughs) of, and I love it. Talk about guts and taking your career into your own hands. You got to take risks. Did they throw you off, or what happened? No, they didn't even throw us off, because our performance was so good. They were like, okay, they can stay. Like, everybody was shocked, but everybody was amazed. Like, okay, they're actually good. Wow, I love that. Okay, so art, you said you've always been a painter and you've used art throughout your life, you know, and following mm-hmm. in the footsteps of your dad. Talk about yeah. this first painting that you sold, 200 bucks. Yes. Yeah, my first painting, it was a painting of, it was a painting, I made like a little, it was a galaxy painting and it had my logo on it. And one of my uh, music fans bought it for $200. That's when I didn't even realize you could make money off art. Like, I didn't know. And I didn't know anybody would buy my art at the time. And then they just bought it for $200. And that showed me like, yo, it's possible. I can have my art in galleries and everywhere. And then some lady named Karen, um, she hit me up on Instagram like, yo, I want to have your art in my gallery. This was like six months ago. And that was my first piece in, in first ever gallery ever. So ever since then, my art just been going up and crazy people like yo i've been seeing your art here and there people hitting me up for pieces and yeah my art's been going crazy so i feel like you know a lot of young and aspiring artists they're they're driven art is a passion they're driven to it but you've actually managed to leverage social media for people to see your art and have a platform so that first 200 piece they found you on social media or how did you find that first client how did they find you yeah it was on yeah it was on social media instagram they found me on there it's so funny because I feel like people get DMs all the time. And, you know, when this lady messaged you, was like, I'd like to put you in a gallery. Were you like, is this a joke or is she for real? I was like, uh, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, honestly, I was like, oh, let's do it. 
I was made it happen. Okay, so like because this is the Money Moves podcast, and I want you know young people like yourself to be inspired. You know, listen, we're Africans. Like we know mm-hmm. how to hustle, we know how to work, but sometimes you know we just don't see the stories. And you're a perfect example of this. Like, how much money do you think you've made in total off your art this past year? I've made I've made over a couple million. I just dropped. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That is really, really incredible. Okay, um, let's move because I'm really fascinated on what brought you into NFTs. Like I'm really big in cryptocurrencies and I've loved following this boom of NFTs. And I think like anybody who's an artist needs to really understand the power of what's happening in NFTs. And I saw you sold, you've sold a couple NFTs. How did you really pay attention and understand that NFTs would be really important for you as an up and coming artist? Yeah, because I've I've heard I've first heard about NFTs two years ago. This was before like anybody was even on NFTs. So I just I just doing a little bit of studying, studying, and and really with NFTs, NFT is a non fungible token, and it's like it's a digital asset where it represents art, it can represent music, games, videos, and it's just like it's sold online on the blockchain. So all you have to do with NFTs is create create your own like style and find a niche. 
So once I found my niche that I was going with, because there's, there's a lot of niches out there, like with certain type of styles. So I you, you can just mimic a style, but create it with your own type of style. And once you find that niche, and, and it's also about the people you market to, too, because NFTs, like, it's mostly the wealthy and rich people buying it. So right. Like those crypto like market, punks that are going for half a million, one million dollars. Yeah, exactly. You you just have to market to the right people. And once they're in the right people with faces, they will buy. Yeah. So talk about your collaboration. What is your collection called? My NFT collection is called Dumb Aliens. Dumb Aliens. I love it. Yeah. And you guys make sure you mm -hmm. check it out. So you decided you created this genre, I guess you call it this collection, um, Dumb mm -hmm. Aliens. It's it's really brilliant, actually. The work is really, really good. And they're all sort of different. What was it that spoke to you about Dumb Aliens that you knew you'd be able to like capture an audience about? So when I, when I first, Dumb Alien wasn't even an NFT. I had painted like, like six months ago, I painted an alien on my wall. Like I just spray painted an alien on my wall. And then I just created Dumb Aliens a month ago. And I was just trying to find like, yo, what is my NFT gonna be? So I'm just looking around the house. And I look at this wall, I'm like, oh snap, it's alien. And the alien kind of looked dumb. So I'm like, I'm gonna just call it dumb aliens. And I'm just create these NFTs as this art piece. And it just came to life. And now like, it's it's just, it's, it's prosperous now. Like, it's, it's, it's prosperous. It's so yeah. in creating that, cause now you've kind of moved, I want people to understand like you're, Typically, we're doing spray paint art, graffiti art. You grew up tagging the streets of Atlanta as well. Now you're mm -hmm. in this digital medium. How did you sort of make that work? Are you drawing using an Apple iPad? Do you have someone who creates these NFTs for you? Tell us how yeah. you did it. Yeah, I'm actually using the Apple iPad with an Apple Pencil. So it's basically like a pencil for the iPad, and I just draw it on there, and it, it makes it simple. It's just like drawing on a regular uh, canvas or piece of paper simple for you brother i can't draw a stick man so listen, <laughs> don't downplay your art there like there's some pretty great pieces mm -hmm. okay so now you've done your research you've learned about nfts you have this collection of drawings what was the next steps for you next steps well right now i'm planning on opening my own art gallery that's that's my next big step right now for my art and for my music i'm i'm about to release a new album it's gonna be our third album we've ever released. So those are those, that's what I'm more so focused on right now. Yeah. But I'm gonna always continue to keep making uh, more NFTs. I'm gonna do another NFT drop probably next month. And I also create NFTs for other people. So people just pay me tens of thousand dollars just to make them an NFT collection. Of course, of course. And another I way um, artists can make money too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I saw you sort of did a little take on um, Certified Lover Boy, <laughs> Drake's oh, yeah. Dumb Aliens. I thought that was really funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Artlana, you have created some great art and music as well. You were definitely multi-talented on the way to the trajectory to the sun, moon, and stars. Can you tell our audience where they can find you on social media, buy your art, where your NFTs are for sale? Okay. Yeah, you can find me on on any social media platform, Artlana underscore underscore. My NFTs, you can find them dumb aliens with a Z instead of an S at the end. And for my music, you can find me anywhere. Wave pop. Wave pop. All right. Thank you so much. NFTs are still new and confusing to understand, but it's been such a pleasure having you on our podcast today. Would you mind sticking around to be part of our deep dive segment to educate our audience more about NFTs and ways that artists can profit from creating and building an NFT portfolio? 
I will stick around. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to bankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Stay tuned tomorrow and every day this week for very special Money Versus Moves. Seems like only one of them is doing all the financial heavy lifting. Mm, it sounds like a dreamless jump into without a plan for execution. More from our expert. Hey, Artlana, it's great to see you again. Y'all know Tory Lanez, he just made he made a million dollars in under a minute off of selling his music on NFTs. That doesn't tell you. And a guest you won't want to miss. The incredible spiritual healer, Debbie Brown. I was in middle school with a self-help book, you know? Like I, I've always been fascinated by transformation, fascinated by the human spirit and human emotion. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.